Welcome back to What Manhood Means, Season 2. Um, we're excited to start off some new huddles, some new conversations, and um, the same old pursuit of manhood as last semester. So, excited to have you guys back with us. Uh, it's Brock here, joined in the studio booth room by... It's me, Austin. So good to be back. I missed all of you so much. I missed this microphone. I missed this table. I missed this awkward seating position that I'm in right now because it's so cramped in here. Are you judging my room again? <laughs> Guys, I got the last choice, okay? <laughs> it's not my fault. Guys, it's Toby once again. So excited to be back. Austin, is that the Austin that does the fact of the week? Because I've gotten a lot of people stopping me in the street saying, are you Austin from what manhood means? And I say, no, I'm not that cool. <laughs> he did get a new haircut, though. That's true. <laughs> Looking sick. Anyways, that's three of us. <laughs> Who's the fourth? Hi, it's Dawson. <laughs> I feel like we should all get nicknames, like radio names. Like, I feel like that'd be pretty sweet. Mm. Well, we can we can brainstorm those. I think that's probably we should start off next episode that way. Um, yeah, so jumping into a new semester. I'm excited to talk about some new topics with you guys. Um, excited to get back to the grind of figuring out how to do this school and life and relationships and pursuit of God thing all at the same time. It's not super easy, but that's what we're here for, to do it together. Um, so looking forward to being back. Um, so just kind of kicking off the conversation, I know this is kind of tough, but one thing that I've even been thinking about this week is, you know, as we're jumping back into it, with the passing of Kobe Bryant, I've just been thinking about the way that even in the media, they've been talking about his role as like a father um, and the role that he played in his family. I know he made some mistakes in the past and stuff like that, and I think I think when you're on that kind of platform, you get a lot more exposure to that kind of stuff. But I think it was really cool to watch um, just people talking about and, you know, praising the way that he was a father and a husband. And um, in in the recent times after he made a few mistakes, but I was just, it got me thinking about, hey, like that's the kind of people that whether or not we have that kind of platform, when, when we go out, I want to be the kind of man that gets remembered that way. Um, and remembered for the way that he puts family first and that kind of stuff. So I think it's just, I mean, it was it was kind of tough to wrestle with that and also weird to like grieve someone you don't know personally. But I think it was an interesting thing and also just like really motivated me to continue growing in that way. But just real quick for anyone who doesn't know what happened, Toby, would you get like give like a 15 second sum- summary of like what happened to Kobe? Yeah, well, C- Kobe Bryant, I mean, for... For the people that kind of grew up with us, um, obviously late 90s, all of us were, were born. Um, Kobe was the like ultimate basketball player and just strictly like assassin mentality. Like for everything that has happened, like everything that you want to do, this Mamba mentality applies to. And I think that's what's so cool is like it goes so much beyond sports. But basically with Kobe was um, he was on his way to an AAU basketball game with his daughter who was a really good basketball player and also uh some parents and other uh, players on her team and it was uh, foggy and they hit the side of a mountain and unfortunately went down but um just a really hard day uh for me personally for people that i've talked to as well i talked to brock pretty extensively about it also but um it's just a tough day like like you said it's weird because we didn't know him um but i think his impact is so much more than sports and i think that's another big thing I think the, I think it's it like it was just so sad one because like I know we all we all love basketball so we pay attention a lot of basketball and like 
when we th- you think of like people that debate like who is the greatest of all time, like oh Michael Jordan, but like to us Michael Jordan is just like seeing Michael Jordan is just all on YouTube, mythical, yeah. right, right, yeah. and like we didn't see any of that. Whereas like growing up, like Kobe was like the guy in basketball, like people, like he was winning rings, he was scoring titles, all defense, and like he was like people were getting to the point of like who's better, like Kobe or MJ, and obviously like I mean there's no point in arguing because people are gonna take sides, but like that is like. When people come up and debate that MJ was the best, it's the same as us coming up and going, like, no, but we watched Kobe. Like, there's just something different about watching him. And, like, mm. it's just weird that he's gone and he was so young. Like, he's 41. I was listening to a podcast earlier today, and it's just, like, you look at basketball legends. You're like, oh, my gosh, they're still around. You look at Kareem. You look at Larry Bird. You look at all them, like, oh, my gosh, they're so old, but they're still around and contributing. And, like, you thought that was going to be with Kobe because he just loved the game so much. And, like, it's just so weird that he's gone. So kind of turning from the sports angle into something a little bit more deep. I know that one of the questions that we talked about uh, as as the four of us that we wanted to talk about today was what does it look like to in a world that men are supposed to be in control? What does it look like to live a life of faith? Um, and just kind of thinking about Kobe's legacy kind of made me think of Hebrews 11 when it talks about all the legacies in the Bible, kind of this hall of fame of faith and talking about it's by faith that xyz by faith that abraham by faith that abel by faith that moses you know all these different things so kind of kind of asking a question to you guys what does it look like in our season of life to start building our legacy per se of by faith what do you think where do you think that starts as men yeah i think that's a great question i think the perspective that i take on this dawson and even to kind of parallel it back to the stuff that's even been in the media about kobe bryant and um, about just kind of his legacy and his story. I know that some of the stuff from the past, there was, you know, allegations against him of misconduct and not being loyal to his to his spouse. And, and I think one of the things that I was thinking about that is like, it also takes faith to believe that God can like look at the things that we've done in the past and then say like, hey, like you still have an opportunity in the future to be something, an opportunity in the future to, to not necessarily, we can't correct our mistakes, but but we can, we can come back from them. And I think that's one thing that I've even kind of just been thinking about even through this today um, is Kobe did admit to doing some things wrong in the past, but the way that he committed to his family and committed to the things that he believed in and kind of put those things behind him in a, in a way um, I think is the way that I kind of am, am thinking about this idea of living by faith of like, I have faith that, you know, the things I did last semester, or the things that I did last week that like I can put them behind me and then live by faith that God is going to continue to not give up on me as, as a, as a, you know, a man. And also just like at, at kind of viewing my life more as like a, I don't know, there's teachers who will give you just one grade on a project or there's some teachers that will give you feedback to get you to a better grade in the future. And I think that's kind of how I look at this is like I have faith that the things that I've done in the past that I've messed up on, like by faith, I believe that God will continue to shape me and correct me into that. Yeah, and I think it's really interesting thinking about legacy. You have to start somewhere. And a lot of times when you come from an area of failure or things that you do in your life that might not be up to par of what you want to be it can like be hard to get out of that rut and that's why i think this this stuff with kobe is so sad because like you said he made mistakes but the man traveled in a helicopter because he wanted more time with his family he didn't go to lakers games for like after he retired only like a few because he wanted to coach his daughter in all yeah maybe his stuff that he did earlier on in in his life 
was against like being family like that and but he did everything he could and i can guarantee you his next 41 years of life and beyond that would also be going towards that family so learning from your mistakes and being able to build a legacy that focuses on those mistakes and like a, really a redemption story that's what i think is so beautiful Doss. so i think when when you talk about legacy it's one thing is learning from your mistakes and i think that's best exemplified in this this story of kobe bryant yeah, and the one question that I think this sparks too is, I don't know for you guys, I think for me, I look at as as someone who tries to uphold himself as a man of faith and is walking in that, I take my mistakes really seriously. Um, and often sometimes to a fault where I, I kind of put myself in this rut or this hole of feeling like, oh, I'm just like not disciplined in this area or I'm just really lacking in this. And I feel like instead of bringing that to God and like trying to improve in it, I think I give up on it and I think I wait until like moments of like, oh, it's a new semester. So now I like get to change who I am and like get to change this bad habit or this rhythm. And I think one of the things that I've been prompted to think about is what if, what if that was an everyday mentality? And I think that even goes back to, I mean, you can make a metaphor to that, to sports, to school, to anything, but that mentality of Every single day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to put yesterday what I did behind me and try and improve today. And I'm curious for you guys, like, that's something that's really tough for me and I'm really not good at doing that. And I think sometimes Satan kind of attacks me with that of like, you did it yesterday, so you're going to do the same thing today. So I'm curious for you guys, like, is that something similar that you feel or how do you combat that or what do you think that, that looks like? That's a great question, Brock. Um, in regards to habits, I think that's one thing that I would love to narrow down more is habits, but kind of my habits I implement, not like a habit of going to class or a yeah. habit of um, an I am game or a habit of going to the church on Sunday. Like those are habits that are already like the system kind of puts in place. I mean, obviously like I go to church on my own, but like I kind of have to do those things, whether it's like, like getting in the word is I, I would love to do that and I would love to do it consistently every morning to start my day with that. But like I just don't, you know, sometimes in like I think that's something that I need to get in the habit of building habits, I guess you could say, if that makes sense. Um, And I think that goes with everything. If that's, I think, this year, and I think, like, just whether that's getting the word in the morning rather than in the middle of the day or um, just being, just spending more time in prayer, but not those times where I'm, something's, like, weighing heavy on my heart or I'm kind of asking something or I want God to step in the spot. But more, like, even in the joy moments. Like, God, that was so cool. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, and things like that. And then, yeah, just like, but starting those habits are so interesting. Like, like, it's like you want to do it, but after a while, like it comes down to like a grind almost. Cause there's going to be some days where you don't want to. And I think that's the spot where like, I think you really just got to be intentional about inviting into the Lord in that place. Kind of what about, um, what Britain talked about a while ago of just like Mac asked the question. I don't remember the exact question of just like, what if we want to do something and we know it glorify God, but we just, for some reason, don't want to do it? Like, we know it bring glory to God, but we don't want to do it. And Britain's like, dude, just ask, and God will fulfill that request. And so I think with a lot of habits for everyone this year, it's just, I think step one is just invite God into that space because I think he can really work through that. Awesome. I love what you said, and I think that's a huge thing is I think that we often underestimate, undervalue the the privilege we have of just asking God, just saying, hey, God, would you help me X, Y, Z? Um just thinking like we're we're on a team with God, you know, it's not us against God. We're not trying to, yeah, we're serving God, but he's not some some um, 
anger-driven master who, if we do it wrong, he's like, all right, you screwed up, you're done. You know, there's so much grace for us, and we're on a team with God. And if, if we're trying to, if we're setting habits to get to know God better, if we're setting habits to engage with him in, in a more fully, um, a full full way, full perspective, I don't know, what's the right word for that? Yeah, I, full yeah. full idea, yeah. We're, if we're trying to engage with him, engage with him in a more full way, um, I, I, why would he say no, you know? And if he's going to say no, he's... He's gonna have something better. God's God's answer really to us is often no or better. He or sorry, yes or better. You know, it's it's not yes or no. It no often leads to the better. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Like if he says no to like the like if you want to know him fully and he says no to that moment, it's gonna because it's gonna be in a more full way at a different point in time. You know, like there's never gonna be a time where God's just gonna give you like a half of just like eh, here's half of who I am, and he's gonna he's gonna let us know, but for like just who we are as humans, broken humans, some of that's gonna be blinded yeah. to us, and we're not gonna be able to understand it just because God is so powerful, um, and just wonderful, and you know just but it's, there's also a lot like I mean even in the Bible it says like there are things that are hidden from us, and we as kings seek them out like so, um, yeah I mean God's gonna show him. His full self to us is just a matter of us just like being open to seeing all of it. Yeah, and I think this kind of aligns with like the the living in faith part. Kind of aligns with our series at Engedi Austin about like finding out God's will for us personally. And I think living in faith becomes easier when you're able to understand what God has planned for your life. And I thought it was really interesting how. Um, our pastor Brian this past week made it so practical, like just looking at your life, like your passions, your talents, and being able to like live through those passions and talents and being able to decide what you're supposed to be doing in your life. For instance, I love talking to people. So we're doing a podcast, right? Mm. It's, it's so like, it seems so easy when you think about it that way, but it's also like, how can God use me best? Oh, of course. What am I good at? And what do I love to do? Like what gets me up in the morning? And I think that is so, so cool in a great way that you can live in faith. Um, just look at your life. Look what God has blessed you with in talents. Obviously, the talents that we have are not from us. They're from God. Look what God has done for us. Now, what can we do with those talents for God, right? And I think that's super, super cool. Yeah, Toby, I think that's so good. And I think one of the things that I'm even thinking about right now as you guys are talking is I think sometimes, even in my own brain, I give too much power to myself of the things that I do or don't do will affect, you know, the, the world on a larger scale than they actually would. And I think like, yeah, yeah I, I think it's so important to be getting in the word. I think it's so important to be, to be trying to break habits that are, that are not healthy and, and to pursue God with all we have. But I do think it comes back to that point of what you were saying, Austin, is like, I think God on a fundamental level really primarily just wants that desire first because when we desire it, uh, we do seek it. Uh, and, and I think it even reminds me of that song like in Waymaker when it talks about like, even when I don't see it, you're working. And even when I don't feel it, you're working. And I think that speaks so much to me of like, I can only do so much and I'm only so much in control. And there are things that I can control of whether I'm getting in the word, whether I'm trying to learn more about the Lord. But I, the fundamental thing is where is my what is my desire? What is my why? Why am I doing what I do? And often God will work through that desire. I mean, he will work through that desire. It's not often. He will. Um, and I think that, that once we start to see that fruit of it, we'll, we'll be even more inclined to, to try and get into the flow of trying to pay attention to what God's saying. So I do think like it, it really does kind of fundamentally come down to what's my why? Why do I do what I do? 
why do I want to desire this? And I think it flows from that. So, Absolutely. And I think the, the cool part and an important part to remember is my why is not necessarily your why. Mm, that's good, Toby. And that's incredibly important because when I – like if I'm honest, I look up to all three of you guys immensely when it comes to you know just being in the word and just the way you guys live as men. But because – you're going into business, and huh. Doss is going to be a a youth pastor. Who knows I'm gonna <laughs> At this point, who knows about Doss? No, I'm just kidding. But that doesn't mean that my why needs to line up with yours. Mm. Because, and I think that's just so, so important because I see people trying to emulate others, and that's great. You can emulate great behaviors. That's awesome. But you're still your own uniquely mm. created person. And that is so big, so important to remember. Mm-hmm. So I think if I could give like one piece of advice is like just because your buddy that you look up to is doing something, that doesn't mean what you're doing is not your gift and it's mm-hmm. not what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So uh, keep that into perspective because I've kind of dealt with that a little bit. Like, man, like am I doing what I should be doing? Mm-hmm. Is this glorifying God? Yes, it is. I'm do- taking my passions, my talents, and I'm doing – taking what God has given me and I'm doing something. Is that different than what everybody else is doing? Yeah, that's great. Still still a, a worthy passion and a worthy thing to pursue. Yeah, Toby, that makes sense. It's fundamental. And yeah, all of our whys are different. And I think it's so funny that you say that because it's so true. But at the same time, all of our whys are the same if we're if yeah. we're pursuing the Lord together. And so I think that's what's so complex and so fun about God is we can have the same foundational answer to our why that we want to pursue the Lord and pursue walking like Jesus and pursue listening to the Holy Spirit. But at the same time, our journeys are so distinctly different because of that why. And I think that's such a powerful thing to remember. And also another thing to remember, even when you're forming habits, the habits that are going to help me are not always going to look the same way as they do for Dawson or Austin or you. Um, And so I think it's, it's that desire first that why first and then moving into that realm of okay i'm gonna choose that today tomorrow the next day when i fall in those places i'm gonna wake up in the morning i'm gonna say god i'm my desire is you first mm-hmm. i'm gonna chase after you regardless of what happened yesterday yeah i don't want that to be twisted like my why you know my yeah, overarching yeah. why is obviously the same as your guys's but like how I get there and how each one of us gets there can be completely different, and that's beautiful. It's it, it's really awesome. Well, that was a super fun conversation, and it's also fun how things like sports or things like anything like that can tie into larger things in life and also just like want to pay respects to the people who uh, lost their lives in that terrible tragedy and also just, I mean, I mean, it, it raises your consciousness that people are, life is fragile and people people have an ex- expiration date, you know, and we, we never know when that time comes for us. And so I think just that, that urgency that it kind of brings up in us of like, I think Kobe was such a large figure that we pay attention to that, but every single day people around us are, you know, you never know. And so I think there's just that, that piece of it that, that reminds you that it's all bigger than a basketball game or bigger than that test grade or bigger than that relationship even. Um, so yeah, so looking forward to this semester, I'm super excited to be back in in this rhythm of getting to be with you guys and getting to join up with our larger community again of what manhood means and um yeah, it's going to be a blast. So we're we're going to post the schedule in the next little bit. We're trying to do a couple more huddles this semester. Let's do it. Because we know that those are fun to get together. 
um, and to gather and to learn more uh, in the same room is a really fun experience for us. So we're going to do that. We'll post a schedule. We'll be doing these weekly podcasts. If you have thoughts of people that we should talk to or things that we should talk about, once again, let us know. Um, but yeah, we're, we're trying to schedule some fun interviews to get to hear from guys that we respect and value their opinion. So that should be great. And then I think one way that I would just want to wrap up is just to ask you guys, like any hopes or expectations or thoughts about this upcoming semester, prayers that you have, and um, could be interesting to look back at the end of this podcast here and see what God has done. And I would even encourage you listening to this to, to think about what one prayer is that you have for this next era or run and just be praying that with us. So That's a great question, Brock. And I think one thing for me is – I've noticed uh, within the past couple weeks is that I'm always like fighting complacency, like always. And I think it kind of goes back to when I was struggling a little bit more with, with mental health. Um, Cause when you're, when you're in a, a spot like that, you like, you don't want to do anything ever. Like at least that's what it was for me. Um, and I've noticed that there's some, some seasons of my life or even just some days where I'm like, man, I'd really rather not do anything right now. Um, and I've done a pretty good job at fighting that, but I know that like bringing God into that more uh, will help so much more. And it's it's not for a selfish reason. It's really honestly because I want to live out the best life I can for God in that. And I know that me, you know, sitting in my bed or doing whatever, doing nothing basically is not helpful for that. So I think just a prayer would be to fight that complacency a little bit more um, and to, to get closer and closer uh, to what I really want to be. And I, I, I'm on that road, and I, I'm, I'm blessed to say that it's been good, um, but it, it always could be better. And I think that's a specific part of my life that, that I'd like prayer, and, and I'm expecting a lot of things from that this, this semester. I love it, Toby. I love it. I would say I kind of have two things. Um, Cheater. You know me. You know, you're only got to go one thing at a time. Uh, one thing at a time, you're right. <laughs> Um, one thing is just like, for some reason, I mean, this has been even a little bit last semester too. I've just had really like a hunger to like just learn. And I, and that's just kind of a general word, but I think like, that's just what I'm feeling. I'm just, I don't know. For some reason, I just want to every now and then, I mean, it's not constant, but like, I love to like read the, read books, listen to podcasts. Um, just kind of just about like what's going on in people's lives, but also just like what God is doing in other people's lives and just also like who God is. So whether that's like theology, whether that's just C.S. Lewis books because he's insanely smart. Um, I don't know. It's just been something that's like just been always just in my mind. It's like I just want to do that. And so I just I'm praying into that. I, I, I really want God to like meet me in that desire and just keep that alive and on fire. So um, I can just kind of find out more who God is because I don't know. He's just amazing. Um, and my second one, I really, really, really want to learn how to get out of the mindset, especially this semester because this semester goes quick yeah. and so, so fast with spring break it's right. crazy and so kind of what in a way kind of just waking up every day and taking for the day as for what it is and not rushing because um, once we rush we get outside of god's plan for our life um and if we're looking ahead to spring break if we're looking ahead to the end of the semester if we're looking ahead to you know like i'm not like i'm kind of over school so i'm looking ahead to like graduating getting a job like sure I am looking so far ahead and I'm not focused on what God's doing presently in my life in this moment. Um, and that's just, that just is once, once we, once we meet outside work, I mean, God's always where we're at, but like once we meet outside where what he's doing presently in our lives, that's when we get nervous and anxious and scared, which is not feelings that God provides to us when he's with us in that space. So I just really love to wake up and just take the day for what the day is. Um, 
and not worry about like there's a verse about don't worry about tomorrow tomorrow bring its own troubles worry yeah. about today um and really just live into that verse because i think that's just something that um just yeah not to rush this year that was great. I also loved the like little mini sermon at the end. That was good. I mean, you spit got it, hype. man. You got spit hype. it, man, <laughs> off the dome. Um, no, that's awesome. And I think even like I, as you were saying that, I was like, man, I probably got to pray a little bit about that because I even look forward to like it's Monday and I'm already looking forward to the weekend in right. some capacity. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even know what I'm doing. Right. So, uh, yeah. So I mean, just like that expectation is great. I think for me, um, one thing that I think about a lot is whether what I'm doing. Um, is enough. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, I feel like when you're in college, like we're we're all doing so much, right? And and I I think for me, and this is something that I don't love to admit, but I I just would love to look great on a resume. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's something that I that I need to get my mindset out of. But like I'd love to be able to have someone look at what I do and what I spend my time doing and like say like that's impressive or like Brock's doing a lot or um he's doing like really like high caliber things or difficult things I think one of the things I just want to pray to God is like God like I would rather do things that God would say Brock like I'm I'm proud of that than what people would say is impressive um and I think that's something that it's difficult to say because I know my pride will get in the way and that's that's why I got to pray into it and pray into that desire but I think I want to spend my time doing things that God would say are are worthwhile and worthy of my call than what's impressive to people. Um, and, and then there's a verse, I can't remember what it is, um, but my mom gave me a picture with it, like a, a picture frame of it, and it said, if pleasing people were my goal, then I wouldn't be a servant of Christ. And so I think that's what I kind of want to move towards this semester. Is like, I don't want to please people. I want to do things that are actually worthwhile and not just to put them on a resume, you know? I think for me, for mine, there's so many different things. I'm trying to figure out how to, um, like, how will my words actually affect and encourage those on the podcast? And so one thing that I was thinking about, uh, that's kind of broad, but one thing that we've been talking about in one of the, the meetings that I'm in on a weekly basis. Wow, I'm going to start that over. Okay. Um, so one of the things that I'm thinking about for this semester, kind of trying to think more broadly in terms that will hopefully encourage whoever's listening to this as well. Um, comes out of Daniel and the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, which I found out today, Abednego is really hard to spell. It's Yeah, yeah it's not how you think you spell it. Try spelling it and then look it up. Ten bucks says you got it wrong. I'll give it a try. Toby, Toby will pay you the ten bucks if you got it wrong. I got it wrong. It's true. It's hard. <laughs> very, very funny. Um, but So one of the things that they say to King Nebuchadnezzar when they refuse to bow down to his statue and he gives them one more opportunity to is they say that um, – we won't bow down to your statue because we know that the God we serve is, is the almighty God. Um, and you may throw us in the furnace, but we know that my God, like our God can rescue us. But then they say this line, which I love. And they say, but even if he doesn't, we will never bow down to you. Mm. And I just, one of the, one of the things that I want to learn this semester is how do you have a, but even if he doesn't have like a, but even if he doesn't type faith, how do you, what does it look like to walk in a faith that is so strong, a confidence in God that is so strong that you you're walking so closely with the Lord that you say, man, I'm going to do this. And, but even if I don't succeed or, but even if I don't get that internship, but even if I don't get into that school, but even if I don't, even if this relationship doesn't turn out how it's supposed to be, I will still praise the Lord. And I still know that my God is on top. Um, so I'm just, I'm really hopeful that I can really live into that this semester. And that's my prayer um, today for those people who are listening to this, that, that 
you guys can learn uh, the rhythms of a, but even if he doesn't um, type faith, I will still praise and I will still worship my God. Dang, that's good stuff. Hebrews 11 Hall of Fame type faith right there. That's cool. Pray into that. Love that. And Daniel faith, I guess, because that's where it comes from. I think I was talking about Daniel. It goes back to that by faith thing. But yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. You're totally right. Toby, do you know what time it is? I think it might be fact of the week time. No way. All right, Austin, what do you got? All right. I don't know if we have – I know we have we – have, we have some listeners, some southern listeners, I think, right, a small percentage. And I know down in the south, right. That, that so, are we talking south of Grand Rapids? I think that, that might be about as south as we get. I think there's <laughs> people in Texas, isn't there? Yeah. I think there might be. But down in the south, you know they love NASCAR, okay? NASCAR is big in the south. Um, I got a little NASCAR fact of the week for you guys. Oh boy. So when you're flying down those roads, right, it's, it apparently gets pretty hot in the cars. And it's saying that – during the temper inside the race car can regularly reach up to 170 degrees what? and uh there's with the engine activity and the traction and despite the ventilation systems that blow cool air into the seats the helmet and near the feet despite that drivers can still lose between five and ten pounds of sweat during the race oh. in one race yeah oh. <laughs> what I will never call a NASCAR athlete or a NASCAR driver not an athlete. I I mean, I've never lost five to ten pounds of sweat in a basketball game or anything like that. Wow. I'm gonna be honest though. We all knew that one kid in middle school who, even during walk run around the track during gym class, probably lost about oh, two to three it, pounds of sweat it, during just don't one gym it, class. It. But <laughs> five to ten pounds, Dawson. I know you know who I'm thinking of, but. But I'm just, that's insane. And their sweat smelled like ketchup. <laughs> it did. Ooh, also another fun fact is you brought up about ketchup. This is a two-fact of the week special. Oh, my gosh. It, Dawson brought up Hit him with that. Dawson brought up ketchup, so I had to do it. And it's the first week back. We got to do yeah, it. Yeah, let's go. Did you know that in the 1830s, ketchup was sold as a medicine? No. For what? Indigestion. <laughs> ketchup? Were you supposed to take it, like, by itself so you would, like, vomit things up? Or, like, what in the world? I have no clue. That's just what the internet says. And you know the internet. The internet does not lie. Doesn't does lie. lie. Does not lie. Never wrong. You guys, it was – oh, Dawson, you got something to say? Did you know – Oh. A third fact of the week. Did you know that ketchup is not made from tomatoes? What? That's got to be a lie. It's got to be. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so – we. Week, From everybody. now on, new we're segment. having a new new segment. I can't wait to do the lie of the week every week. Lie of the week. Well, guys, yeah, it was so fun being back with you this week. And hopefully uh, in these past couple weeks, you've been able to start to get back into your rhythms and figure out what this semester looks like. But I uh, just want to say we're back in action. We're ready to do this pursuing manhood thing again. Um, it's, a, it's a call that never stops. Um, and so we're going to keep doing it together. And hope that, yes, ring, 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 Dawson, banana phone. Um, but it's a call that never stops, and we're praying alongside you guys that you will continue to fight for what's right, um, fight for the things that matter, um, being strong, standing firm in the faith, being men of courage, acting like men, and doing everything well, you love. So peace out, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, you can tell everybody. Go ahead and tell everybody. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Yes, I am. Yes, I am.